Welcome to the first episode of the Nonner Connor Show podcast thing, where we talk about politics from a Gen Z perspective and the future of the left youth. Right now, it is very topical. It is January 20th, 2021 at 1134, a couple minutes before Biden will be sworn into office, ending the Trump administration, which has been particularly, particularly, particularly developmental for uh, Gen Zers. So speak to uh, how you think the political development of young people in the Trump age has affected their um, outlook on politics. To be quite frank with you, I think growing up politically in the Trump era has been a very negative thing for Gen Zers because you have one side of the country who defends Trump incessantly for anything he does. And then you have another side who is just outraged at everything he does. So instead of actually taking like a calculated, pragmatic look at politics, I'm really critical thinking people are very uh, reactionary and they really let their emotions dictate um, how they react to things in the Trump era. And I think that that is bad. And it's mostly reactionary in terms of social issues, too. So I posted a poll on Instagram yesterday and it's very simple. It just says who was worse, Bush or Trump. And Bush is, you know, in the modern era is usually implied as W. So very interesting here. Seven votes said Bush was worse and 49 said Trump. And I'll preface this with saying that five of the people who said Bush was worse are Trump fans. What do you make of that? Um, I think that, well, most of the people who answered your poll are younger people, right? People that yeah, are our age. 16 to 20 around. 16 to 20. So um, they weren't really, well, they weren't alive when Bush started to be president. And then they were too young to um, really analyze what he was doing. And then now that they're older, they haven't really at all looked back and analyzed Bush's presidency. Even one of the people who answered for Trump said, um, and he admittedly doesn't know anything about Bush, right? Yeah. So why so why do you think that they have they feel the need to vote in the poll when they don't have all the correct information? Is that indicative of how people vote in general? I think uh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People vote without enough information all the time. And then also I think people feel uh they grew up they they were politically aware during Trump's presidency. So they remember feeling outraged at all the terrible things that he did. So without having any knowledge on Bush, they just, I think, sort of impulsively clicked, oh, yeah, obviously Trump is worse. Like, that's like second nature for them to say Trump is the worst. Yeah. So I'm going to read a couple of responses here. Some of them are redundant. But um, so the first one here is Trump didn't have a good response to COVID, which is major. And though I agree with that, that doesn't really answer the question of why you think he's worse than Bush. I mean, you we can name one bad thing that Bush did, one bad thing that Trump did, but instead of pitting them head to head, um, which was the whole entire point of the comparison. I think that kind of ignores the comparison. What do you think? Yeah, I think that that's definitely true. Like you could, by the same logic, you could just say Bush didn't have a great 9-11 response and that's why I voted Bush. Like that doesn't accomplish anything. Like in order to effectively respond, you need to say, for example, uh, I think Bush lied about going to war with the Middle East. And I think that that was so bad that that was worse than anything Trump that did. That would be a better answer. That's not an answer. That's just saying, oh, Trump did this bad thing. Right. And here's an even worse answer. Next one, because Trump is a literal demon from hell. Yeah. Yep. That. I that don't really... know. <laughs> what <laughs> is right. Bush then? A literal demon from somewhere else. All right. The division that Trump has caused within the country is truly embarrassing. Do you Amen. think that's that's like 
you think he caused the division or you think he just brought it to the forefront? I feel like a, a lot of people were hiding in their shells until they yeah. felt the need to be more politically engaged. And that's not necessarily because of Trump. It's also because they have they feel like they have a right when there's lots of social media platforms now and, mm. you know, in groups and out groups and whatever. Mm-hmm. He's definitely in some ways encouraged division and encouraged polarization but in a lot of ways i think you're right he's really just exposed people's true forms i mean he didn't make people racist these people just felt like they could come out of the woods and do violent things when he was president because he supported them and he said you know there was good people on both sides he told the proud boys to stand by like that didn't get created under trump they just felt comfortable to come public under trump trump is an idiot but bush spurred the war on terror which is still in effect today so that's one of the only, that's the only response here that was um a reason for for Bush being worse. That's valid. Yep. It's quite valid. This is this is probably my favorite here. Bush probably committed more war crimes, but Trump normalized white supremacy. What do you think about that? Yeah, um not only I mean it's I don't want to have to say one is worse than the other, but war crimes generally speaking are worse than white supremacy because war crimes imply violence against innocent people. And a lot of white supremacists exist peacefully, believe it or not. But uh, even if we have to compare which of those two is worse, uh, that's just not true. Trump really didn't normalize white supremacy. It existed. And then, uh, yeah, he didn't create it. He didn't, he didn't normalize it. It was there. Yeah. And we're, we're, not, we're not denying here that white supremacy is a, is a major factor in violence in the United States against people of color and such. But yeah. when, when you put it on a pedestal between being like, really mean and racist and just like a horrible person 99 percent of the time and doing violence one percent of the time versus like literally committing war crimes i think it's not really fair to say that trump is worse in that respect but trump did commit war crimes he did just not as many shall we say all right so trump was far more inspiring to right-wing racism and passed more discriminatory acts you think he passed more discriminatory acts? Um, again, he passed discriminatory acts that are at the front of our brains because we were older and conscious when he was doing it. But, you know, Bush wasn't exactly a champion of civil rights. All right. This is the only one that, that involves foreign affairs. George W. Bush is respected more outside the U.S. because he was more diplomatic. Diplomatic in what way? Like invading other people's countries taking bribes from the saudis that sounds very <laughs> diplomatic to me is it just because just because they don't like trump in russia is that is that the part i don't know how any of that makes any sense i mean bush lied about going to war he lied about the reason for doing so there was really no justification for doing it and then he, you know it's resulted in hundreds of thousands of innocent deaths so to say that bush was more diplomatic is uh misleading at best yeah um, and then this is probably the most fair, but this person still said that Trump was worse. All it says is recency bias. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're being, they're being honest. They're being honest, but still I mean, they still decided to vote in the poll. So yeah. Ignorance bias. How about that? All right. We went through our non-scientific um, Instagram poll. Now let's look at some scientific polls. So here's real clear politics. Trump's approval rating since 2017. So as you can see, it started off here pretty much neck and neck and just like big division in the middle. Um, pretty much what you would expect. And then towards the end, Capitol riots and he's doing really poorly now as he leaves office. 
So as I see it, that kind of fluctuates. It's kind of going all over the place based on a whim. But if you look at Bush here, that is striking. So basically you had 9-11, everyone rallied behind the president in the United States. But as he was going, it's just a constant wearing down and wearing down. You know, as the job market gets worse, as the Iraq war in Afghanistan continues on. I mean, I think that's a lot more telling this because everything here is sort of just based on a whim and based on what he did. But Bush just continued and continued being just a terrible president. What do you think about those polls? Yeah, I think they're, you're right about everything you said. And it's really indicative of a time where there's really two sides. So with Trump's approval rating, he'll do something that like the Republican Party can get behind and his approval will go closer to 50. And then he'll do something terrible, like botch the COVID response or the Capitol riots will happen that he incited. And then they'll go down, you know, closer to 30. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think that really shows that we're really divided. And even so, sometimes Trump will do something that really neither side can support. And then, yeah, Bush just went downhill. As it got to 2004, 2005, people realized, what the hell are we in Iraq for? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And the economy's terrible. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so basically, the difference between Bush and Trump, besides the policy matter, is that one of them is you have an idiot that has decorum a little bit you know he can hold his own in foreign affairs and then just an idiot with absolutely no filter will go after anyone for anything honestly though though it it strengthens the divisions having no decorum i think it really is important to actually show who you are because the republicans could hide behind this thing of being just like you know the nice people the mm-hmm. the southern the old democrats you know whereas it's just yeah where they're just like rich millionaires billionaires but they're playing it off like they're so you know down to earth philanthropic (laughs) down to earth know the needs of the working class whereas trump's like hey these not only are the democrats not for you but these rich republicans are not for you too and that's (laughs) actually good for us because he's putting the party apart the party's in shambles because of trump yeah it's incredible and as for Bush, we talked about the Iraq war, but what do you think is worse here? Ordering American soldiers to kill hundreds of thousands of Iraqi civilians and um, by the same token, thousands of American casualties, deaths and injuries, lifelong injuries, versus just being a complete moron, sort of thieving, knowing about it, but not doing anything on COVID. Which one do you think is worse? Um, I think they're both malicious. Uh, but I would say Bush, Bush's was worse because he lied to everybody. He said it was about oil. It wasn't internationally approved. It wasn't approved by the UN. And yeah, the effects are still going on today. Like innocent, innocent civilians are still dying all the time. And you can say the same about COVID. But I mean, this has been going on for two decades now. And, you know, Trump, we had to expect that he's an idiot. He botched the COVID response. I mean, I feel like that's not as... If we had to compare which one was worse, I would say Bush's bush's iraq deal is worse well what i found more interesting is not only was the iraq war illegal by international convention 1949 geneva convention Mm -hmm. but there's also a 1996 war crimes act where it says anyone who breaks this is in the u.s in u.s law anyone who breaks the geneva conventions is subject to penalty of life imprisonment or death (laughs) so you had bush you had cheney you had all these guys there and they're like that that was after this bill passed and this bill passed it was meant to 
I just did a little bit of research on it. It was meant to actually prosecute North Vietnamese soldiers that wow. committed torture against United States soldiers. Mm-hmm. But when Bush does torture, when Obama does torture in Gu- Guantanamo Bay, then suddenly it doesn't. It doesn't it's only it's only if they're not white. Yeah, right. true. I mean, Obama's not white, but it was either white or in in the president's office. Yeah. So, yeah, that is really that is really telling of. So he was a war criminal by our standards and by international and, standards, yeah. and he never had any backlash. No. Incredible. Except from from parents of soldiers who who died in Iraqis. He doesn't care. But other people are still going on saying it was Al Qaeda. Bin Laden yep. wasn't even in Iraq. Yep. We're still there. It's crazy. And Trump continues it, of course, but I mean you could say the same thing for Obama and all these liberals love Obama, so yep. I mean if you if you're gonna go after Trump for continuing the Iraq war, you really have to also go after Obama and start with Bush. Absolutely. So, um, that was like war issues and economic issues talked about the great recession, which was a major issue in the early two thousands. I think a lot of young people forget it because their parents were sort of just, you know, getting them along. They were infants basically Mm. and not really remembering that. Um, so they came out of it better or worse and that's the way they know life now. So I don't think that that has a really big effect on the political development of young people. But what definitely mm-hmm. does is the social issues that have been going on, especially in 2020 with the BLM movement and such. Mm-hmm. So who do you think created more social strife? George Bush with you know the Patriot Act and really cracking down on American civil liberties or Donald Trump with just outward white supremacy, outward racism, really inciting that? Which one do you think? Well, again, I think you could argue that if if <clears throat> if we were at a uh, place in America when Bush was president where everyone was really reacting to stuff really heavily, then they would like at least half the population would have a major problem with the Patriot Act. But back then it was kind of just like people weren't like as compelled to like go march in the streets and stuff like that. Uh, but I do think um, with that said, a lot of what Trump has done is just absolutely atrocious, like defending white supremacists calling Black Lives Matter terrorists when all they want to do is just fight for racial equality in the criminal justice system. And I do think the uh, the protests, of course, have been warranted. So maybe I'd have to go with Trump on this one. Maybe Trump's been a little bit yeah. worse in the I social agree. side. Yeah, I agree with those issues. Um, but do you think that Trump is truly to blame in like 50 to 100% for for the um, social, issues, social issues that have happened in the past four years? Or do you think it's not only Trump, but also the emergence of a new right-wing media that people can latch onto? They're in their echo chambers, you know? Yeah, the right-wing media definitely has had a big effect. I think you can say certainly Trump has brought up some of his own issues, like the transgender military ban, the bathroom ban, stuff like that. But again, I'd probably for most of it uh, point to an explanation containing the right-wing media and also the fact that these divisions have existed. Like half the population pretty much has been against abortion and the other half has supported it before Trump came into office. But again, with how controversial and how polarizing he is, it's become a lot more vocal, I think, in society as a result of his presidency. Yeah. And lastly, um, on the topic of stolen election, which is uh, kind of... <laughs> which is kind of a non-factor now that Biden is getting inaugurated today. But Bush v. Gore or Trump v. Biden? Trump v. Biden, it was Trump that's saying it was stolen election. Bush v. Gore, it was the Democrats. But actually, Gore conceded and all the 
all the Senate Democrats conceded way before, you know, way before the new year even started. Yeah. So, and that was a lot closer because Bush was, Bush ended up being behind the popular vote and only won in Florida by like mm-hmm. 500 votes or something like that. Yeah. And it was because of the Supreme Court, which was mainly conservatives yeah. at the time and people who were friends with this daddy hw and also the, the governor of florida was <laughs> jeb bush jeb bush right that's that's totally democratic and he had so, some vote counters that were his allies as well yeah yeah so you're talking about a stolen election like that sounds like a stolen election there's evidence of it in 2000 <laughs> and you ever wonder what would happen if gore was president i don't know too much about gore but probably the iraq war wouldn't happen Maybe you wouldn't have done the Iraq war. You might have still gone to Afghanistan too. But yeah, definitely. I think with this, we have taken a good look at why Bush is worse than Trump. But it will not seem that way for young people nope. in the next ten years. They will remember this time, nope. as the time of major social strike. Yeah, which it was, but I don't think if you put everything together, that means Trump was a worse president than Bush. It sucks to have to compare these two atrocious men deplorable men yeah 